You know, all I ask is to not run awful. That's all. That's all. One run neutral. Low average, that's fine. Anything but running awful, like I always do. Now, if you didn't see my video days ago, I had a 25x chalked by Clay Thompson by half a point. We had 22 points through two and a half quarters and couldn't get one more point. Now, this one might have hurt even more. Mark Fultz got injured, went to the locker room, did not play at all in the second quarter. Came back, missed his prop by point. That is now two of the last three days that this has happened. It has cost me $2,500. I want you all to think about that, all right? This has now happened to me two of the last three nights. I want you to think. Is there possibly anyone in this universe that could run worse? We all know that answer. It is no. Don't even know what to say. I literally don't even know what to say. Marco Fultz plays three quarters. You give him his, if, if he doesn't get injured and go to the locker room, easily hits his number, and I win $1,200 profit. You tell me, right? Is there anyone that runs worse? DFS had a great night, Call of Duty, uh, per usual, and then my high-stakes lineup I missed by, like, two points in tournaments. Lowone Gobert, no blocks or steals. Garland free square, massive bust. Ah, $2,500 I've missed out on. Oh, okay. All right, well, let's talk about the seven-game slate, guys. If you are looking for more in-depth content, you can check my Patreon. That is linked down below. I'll offer prize picks content. I have gone like 13 of 15 the last two days, uh, but I've only doubled up because obviously, again, I've been doing the six-player uh, six prop 
uh, slips and have gone five for six now two of the last three nights. So uh, I am in the most amount of pain possible. All right. So again, if you do want to check that out, you can check on the Patreon link down below. And the sponsor is Prize Picks. If you're not familiar, again, it's a player prop site. You can use the code DKDFS. That will give you 100% match up to $100. All right, so we'll start off with the Clippers and the Wizards. For the Clippers, no Reggie Jackson, no Norman Powell. Terrence Mann is questionable. So I'm guessing you get a starting lineup of John Wall, Paul George, Kawhi, Marcus Morris, um, and Avicii Zubats. So John Wall is 5'9". Um, you know, he has been awful from real life perspective, but... He's solid as far as point per minute goes. So if he does pick up the start here, I would assume he plays probably 25 to 30 minutes, and it makes him a decent option in the mid-range. We'll keep an eye on news for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Um, Paul George did play a bit more last game, played 32 minutes. Kawhi Leonard has been held under 30 minutes. So we'll keep an eye on the news, but both the top guys, I think, look decent. Zubach always in play for tournaments, but he's been up and down. Morris a 5-2, probably not going to do that. Um, Nick Batum at 4-2, you know, he has been starting last couple of games, but I would assume he moves back to the bench with Kawhi and Paul George both playing again. I would guess that starting lineup would be Wall, uh, George, Boris, Leonard, and Zubats. So value-wise, I mean, you have this grouping like Batum, Kennard, Covington, they're playable, but there's no standouts there. Now for the Wizards, they were very shorthanded tonight. They only played uh, eight guys. And assuming that Will Barton is out again, I'm expecting similar rotation. So a lot like here for the Wizards, KP and Kuzma, these guys should play 35 plus minutes. They will run the offense. I like both of them at the top. Um, just again, shorthanded team. They're going to have to do everything. Monte Morris was disappointing in 34 minutes, but um, he is a decent play in the mid range. Denny Advia, um, he played 40 minutes, uh, went for 32 fans points. I like him a good amount. Corey Kispert should play a lot, but again, he's a low-usage player. I would just rather get to Danny or Monty Morris for a bit more. Value-wise, Goodwin played 34 minutes. I think he's a playable value. Daniel Gafford uh, played 19 minutes. He's fine. Again, good point-per-minute guy. And, yeah, so that's the Wizards. A good amount to like, in my opinion. Brooklyn and the Pacers. We'll keep an eye on news here. Ben Simmons not expected to play. Uh, Nick Claxton missed the game tonight, and then there were some rumors that KD possibly could rest this game. So, like, if you have KD, Ben Simmons, and Nick Claxton out, obviously Kyrie's going to look really good at 8-7. He'd probably be a priority. And then guys like Royce, TJ Warren, Joe Harris, Seth Curry would all look a lot better. And then, like, again, if both Simmons and Claxton are out, do they start, like, a small ball lineup, or do they throw a guy like maybe Dayron Sharp in there? At the flat men price. So we'll keep an eye on that. But if like Dayron Sharp starts, like obviously I like him. He's a good point per minute guy. So um yeah, KD news is gonna be important. Nick Claxton news is gonna be important. So um we could have some some good value on the Nets on the Pacers side. So Halburn, Miles Turner, these are the two guys that are gonna run the offense. Halburn should play low to mid 30s minutes. Miles Turner, if he stays out of foul trouble, should play low 30s minutes, like both those guys. Field, Matherin, Nemhard, all fine for tournaments. Jalen Smith minutes have been down um, of late. Aaron Naismith, 4K. Again, he'll play 13 minutes tonight, so probably it. I mean, Brissett played 26 minutes, but you just you can't trust the minutes to these secondary paces. You really can't. Oklahoma City and Cleveland, basically everyone healthy for the Thunder besides Kendrick Williams, so 
Not a ton that stands out, honestly. I mean, Shea's fine at 10-3. He's been a little bit quiet of late, but he'll run the show. Gideon Dort both feel priced about right. If you want to take some shots in Williams or JRE or Pogoshevsky for tournaments, you can. Just know the minutes are never secure for the Thunder. Moving on to the Cavs. So Kevin Love, Donovan Mitchell, keep an eye on their status. If they are both out, there's actually a lot to like here. Garland was really disappointing as massive chalk tonight, but I'd be fine going right back to the well with him. Mobley, Allen, they should play big minutes. They're both fine, but the value would look really good here. Levert started, played 37 minutes. Chetty Osman uh, came off the bench, played 35 minutes. Those two would look really, really good if there's no Love and there's no Mitchell. Dallas and Chicago. So Luke Doncic, price came down a bit. Um, you know what you're getting out of Luka. You're probably going to get you know somewhere in the neighborhood of like 55 to 60 fancy points. He's going to play 38-ish minutes. Um, yeah, he looks good at the top. Christian Wood, Spencer Dinwiddie, they're both playable, but there's no standouts from either of those guys. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is 5.3. He finally had a subpar shooting night and uh, disappointed. But um, if he is knocking down his shots, I mean, we know that ceiling is there. Probably not going to get to anyone else. I mean, Jordan Finney-Smith should play over 30 minutes. Maxi Kleba, you probably see mid-20s minutes. He's playable as a dart throw. Moving on to Chicago. So Chicago, nothing that really stands out. I think the big three are all fine. And Rosen, Levine, Vooch. Russo started last game, did play 32 minutes. If he starts again, I think he's probably my favorite play in the Bulls. Patrick Williams should start and play like around 30 minutes. Another low usage guy, but he's only 3'7". So I do like the price points on Crusoe and Pat Williams. The minutes have ticked down on Iota Sumu. Drummond's basically been out of the rotation. You're only seeing a few minutes for guys like White and Drogic. So um, the big three, I think, are solid plays. But I think the my favorite plays probably would be Crusoe and Pat Williams. Boston Golden State, so this one should be a good game to watch. Also should be a decent game for DFS. We have no Al Horford, so we should get Blake Griffin starting at 4K. He's probably going to play around 20-ish minutes. He's fine for value. You should see a minutes bump for Grant Williams, who most likely will close at the 5. I think he's a solid value. And then, you know, Tatum, Brown, Smart, I think all look pretty good in an up-tempo game. Brogdon at 4-8 should play somewhere in the neighborhood of like 25 minutes like him. Derek White's fine. So a decent amount to like here for Boston in a good matchup with no Al Horford. Moving on to the Warriors, no Andrew Wiggins. I would guess the Warriors continue to start Jordan Poole. So they'll start Steph, Poole, Clay, Draymond, and Looney. I don't think there's any standouts here. I mean, Steph's 11-1, so it's a little bit tough to prioritize. Poole, Clay, both feel priced about right. Draymond might be my favorite play. I think he'll probably play low to mid-30s minutes. Off the bench, a couple of these guys are priced up from last game when the Warriors were shorthanded, so... Yeah, Golden State, not a ton that stands out. Moving on to the Jazz. So, uh, Sexton missed the game tonight. Laurie Markin also missed. You saw Nikhil Alexander-Walker, my boy, start. Uh, Conley's on a back-to-back, so I would guess that he does not play. So, I think they would start um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Clarkson, Olenek, Beasley, and Walker-Kessler again. Kessler dealt with massive foul trouble. Uh, only played 21 minutes, but... Um, I would guess that he continues to start. If he does, I like him for value. Again, my boy, NAW, started, played 25 minutes. I like him quite a bit. You saw a few rotation minutes for THT. Um, his minutes could tick up, uh, assuming Conley's out again. I don't think Conley will play here. I think Clarkson and Olenek were both disappointing, but 
these two, uh, you know, should run the offense, and I think their their ceiling is definitely there. Malik Beasley started played 36 minutes. He's definitely playable in the mid range. Other value plays, I don't think there's anything else I'll look to. Um, you saw some rotation minutes, Rudy Gay and Oche Abaji, but that is it for the Jazz. Moving on to the Nuggets, uh, Jamal Murray probable. Jeff Green is probable as well. No Michael Porter Jr., so you should get the starting lineup of Murray, KCP, Gordon, Bruce Brown, and Jokic. Um, Jokic, I mean, who's going to stop him in the Jazz, right? So, like, if you have the salary, I think Jokic looks really, really good. Murray, Gordon, Brown, all playable in the mid-range. KCP, we know we're getting out of him. Probably around 30 minutes, got a 3 and D guy. Bones Highland, definitely playable off the bench. Should see probably around 25 minutes. I don't really think there's any, anyone else I'd get to. I mean, Jeff Green will see rotation minutes. The backup center has been back and forth with DeAndre Jordan and Zeke Naji, so I don't know if I want to mess with that. In the final game here, we got Minnesota and Portland, so no Carl Anthony Towns. Anthony Edwards, a 9-2. Definitely a solid option at the top. He had a really bad shooting game tonight. That could lower his ownership. D'Lo might be a bit easier to get to at 7.3K. Should play mid-30s minutes. Gobert stayed out of foul trouble, played 37 minutes. I like him quite a bit here. Um, Slow-mo had a massive game, one for almost 50 fans points. That was definitely an outlier. I'll let others chase that game. Noel, 4.8. We should see low to mid-20s minutes from him. I think he's fine. McDaniels, if he stays out of foul trouble, should play around 30 minutes. You did see a little bit of Nas Reed playing alongside Gobert. Nas Reed, good point per minute guy. The only downside here is he's only center eligible. And finally, the Blazers. So, Hart and Winslow, both probable. Not a ton that stands out here for the Blazers. I think Dame's a solid tournament play. Went for 72 fans points last game. Simons and Grant both feel a bit overpriced. Nurkic, if he stays out of foul trouble, I would think play plays like low 30s minutes. He's fine. Hart and Winslow are fine, but there's just not a ton that stands out for me on the Blazers side. So that's going to wrap up the video. Um, hopefully in the next video... Uh, we have something that doesn't end in crippling pain for me. Two of the last three nights, guys. I mean, I just can't make it up. Again, it's just, it's just more proof. There's not one person's planet runs worse. But I appreciate you guys, as always, for watching. If you do enjoy, just make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and I'll see you guys all in the next video.